Welcome to Ask BBB. Ask BBB brings you information from and about BBB accredited businesses so that consumers are better informed about goods and services they're purchasing or contracting. I'm Jim Swan, and your host on Ask BBB is CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. Good morning, Jennifer. Thanks, Jim. Good morning, everyone. Well, today, March 5th, is just a little ahead of International Women's Day. It is, and this is a day designated as an opportunity for us to reflect on progress made, to call for change, and to celebrate acts of courage and determination by ordinary women who have played an extraordinary role in the history of their countries and communities. Well, you know, it seems to me that women have always played a significant role in our communities and in business, but they haven't always been given the opportunity to do more. Uh, And when they have, they haven't always been given the credit. So not only this morning, but throughout this month, we'll be featuring women who are business owners or community leaders. And our guest this morning falls into both categories. Bettina Weber is owner of Boutique Forenza and also Community Emergency Management Coordinator for Middlesex County. Good morning, and thank you for joining us on Ask BBB. Good morning. So let's talk first about Boutique Forenza. And my first question is, where are you joining us from right now? Well, I'm very excited to say I am joining you from Napoli, Naples, Italy, where I have come on a glove-buying expedition to restock uh, Boutique Forenza with, with lovely new gloves and, and other treasures uh, for the shoppers in London. And is there a brief story on how your store came into being? Uh, well, my father gave me an Italian name, Bettina, and my mother gave me a glove fetish. And on <laughs> my 15 years ago, uh, my husband and I came to Italy. Neither of us is Italian in background. We just thought, of course, it must be a nice place to go. Um, I have a degree in art history and always wanted to see all the things I studied. So we came and it was a, one of those life-changing things. Um, we both loved it so much. The people, the food, the, the customer service, the quality of the products, everything was so wonderful. We thought, what can we do to come back more often? And within two years, I was importing gloves and scarves from Italy and selling them part-time at women's events and fairs and school sales and things like that. And four years ago, I sold my old business, which was absolutely creative training. I taught first aid for the Red Cross for 30 years and for 17 years on Adelaide Street, same location as Boutique Forenza, fine Italian gloves and scarves uh, and unique artisan gifts from across Canada. And outside of the gloves that you mentioned that you're on a buying trip for, are there other products that you're viewing? And what sort of timeline uh, is there to when they'll be featured at Boutique Forenza? Well, I'm just at the beginning of my two-week stay in Italy. So it's going to be at least two weeks. Uh, And also it takes us a while to home sort and tag and get everything out in the store. So I would say uh, come... April or so, everything will be uh, will be out. And do you have any Canadian products comparable to what you would import from Italy? In terms of gloves, I, I think I can say no. There is, is nothing quite like uh, Italian leather. And uh, Naples has been the center of the glove making industry in Europe since at least the 16th century. I have four different glove suppliers here. Uh, there is nothing, nothing like Italian 
gloves, I have to say. In terms of scarves, I have lovely scarves, uh, silk scarves, cashmere from Tuscany, um, uh, very, lots of different things. I do have some lovely scarves so that are Canadian, some are artisanal made, um, some, uh, I feature a lot of products that have uh, First Nations designs out of Vancouver and, uh, and the West Coast. So yes, I think I have a really nice mixture of things that you are not going to be able to find in any other shop in, uh, in London. And I think we now uh, can say with confidence, we have the largest selection of Italian gloves in Ontario, maybe even in Canada. You gave us a little bit of background. You had um, uh, loving the art and the architecture there. What else captivates you about being in Italy? Well, it's everything here. Uh, um, today's a cloudy day, but uh, the sunshine in in various cities, the way it hits the buildings, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a very artsy-fartsy thing to say, but the light is different. Um, the, of course, I'm, uh, I'm, my two favorite beverages in the world are coffee and wine, so there's nothing, nothing I need uh, that's better than, than what I can get here. Um, but the people are so warm and friendly when I, I, I couldn't write to my suppliers and I call them my friends, uh, right away because we didn't have the ticket confirmed until three days before we left, which is charmingly typically Italian also. Uh, but as soon as I wrote to them and there, I must have a dozen or so, the replies were all instantaneous. Yes, we will take you for lunch. Yes, please come to our house for homemade pizza for dinner. Um, yes, I'll take you on a tour. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't want to say that doing business in Canada is not as friendly because I'm very friendly with a lot of folks too, but it is very different in Italy. Um, there is a, a warmth and a generosity and uh, they really are uh, friends for life now. Well, Bettina, I think we can say something about generosity and the fact that you are taking time to connect with us from Italy to do this interview and that uh, you don't seem to see uh, challenges like that distance as anything big. What would you say to somebody who has a business idea or a, a, that's just a dream right now? Well, you can, you can hear from what I've said about, you know, an idea on a honeymoon to hear, you know, uh, 13, 14 years later with a real store uh, being uh, asked by the Italian tr uh, trade agency to attend the Milan leather show at their expense, that was like winning a lottery that I didn't even know I had a ticket for. Um, weird things happen, but then in my other job as emergency management, uh, luck favors the prepared. So there is an element of, of risk that you must accept, uh, an element of uncertainty all the time. Um, but I think having passion and enthusiasm um, patience, uh, businesses do not make money right away. And here I am now going into my, um, fourth year of business at the shop. Obviously you can tell I love to talk and it's mostly other people who love Italy too. And we, we can stand there for an hour and talk about travel memories. We can talk about recipes. We can talk about how to care for leather. We can talk about anything you like. It's a very old-fashioned shopping experience. I think perhaps the Italians have, have taught me that as well, that it is about personal 
interaction and personal care. Um, it's not just about a product. And a good story always sells a product. So if you really want to do something, have enthusiasm, have patience, uh, do the research. And yes, you will make mistakes. And it's, it's not the end to make a few mistakes. Latina, where does uh, BBB accreditation fit into uh, realizing that dream? Well, as a, as a member of the Better Business Bureau, I think customers really appreciate that they are coming to uh, a business or a service that is recognized for um, its um, ethical treatment of customers. And we all want that A-plus rating. I have to maintain it. I, I think it's, it's a very valuable asset. Our guest this morning is Bettina Weber, owner of Boutique Forensic and also the Community Emergency Management Coordinator in Middlesex County. We'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll learn more about how you can be prepared. Welcome back to Ask BBB with your host, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And our guest this morning is Bettina Weber, owner of Boutique Forenza and also Community Emergency Management Coordinator for Middlesex County. Bettina, what are some of the emergencies we should prepare for? Well, in, uh, in our area of, uh, of the world, uh, I would say the top five things that we have rated in Middlesex County as the most likely to happen uh, would be... Incidents involving dangerous goods and or passengers, whether by travel, because we have both the 402 and, and the 401 traveling through Middlesex County. Um, Southwestern Ontario has the highest uh, density of, of railroads pretty much anywhere in, in the country. Uh, and by air, not necessarily that, you know, London Airport is the world's biggest airport or anything, but we are underneath major flyways. So we don't even think about, you know, what's going on in the in the skies above us sort of thing. So uh, number one would be uh, incidents involving dangerous goods and our passengers in a, um, a transportation situation. Uh, number two is uh, severe winter weather. And of course, you know, we get lake effect snow, uh, which is something that doesn't happen in very many places uh, in, in the world, let alone uh, uh, in our area, but lake effect snow is a, is a big issue and severe winter weather, ice storms, um, extreme snowfalls, that sort of thing. Severe summer weather, unfortunately. So we get both with uh, hail storms, uh, lots and lots of thunderstorms during the summer. The triangle between Sarnia, Windsor and London is uh, extremely active for thunderstorm activity. And of course, Southwestern Ontario is at highest risk of tornado activity of anywhere in Canada. Um, also, uh, Human health emergencies are a big issue. Uh, and lo and behold, uh, we can all see what's happened um, um, with the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Last summer, Middlesex County had to declare an emergency briefly because of an extreme snow, uh, sorry, rainfall event last, I think it was September. But those are the, the big things to worry about here. Um, and uh, being prepared as an individual and as a family is the first step in, uh, in being prepared as a community. And in that first step of being prepared for extreme emergencies, what are the things that we can do? The best thing every family can do, and we harp on it a lot, and you've probably heard about having a 72 hour emergency kit. So 72 hours, three days worth of 
some water, some canned and packaged uh, foods, uh, flashlights, first aid kit, um, uh, maps in case you need to make an evacuation in your vehicle, having all your uh, important papers and documents, either in copies or uh, the originals ready to go. This sort of kit is one of the best things that any family can do. And it's maybe a fun thing that uh, a family can do with the kids. Uh, the first week of, uh, first full week of May is emergency preparedness week across Canada. And uh, that's a lovely time of year to sit down with the kids and say, on this night, we're going to make a 72 hour kit. And a lot of those things you might already have in your home. If you are told to evacuate in the next 15 minutes, you have no time. So make this in an old duffel bag, make this in an old suitcase with wheels that you can easily take it with you. On another night, you can say, okay, today we're gonna to pretend there's a major power outage and we're gonna to have to entertain ourselves for the whole evening. We're gonna to have to cook somehow and entertain ourselves without any kind of electricity or devices. And what are some of the things in place in Middlesex County that would be activated in the event of an emergency? Well, because of its larger rural nature, some of the things we've set up in Middlesex County are um, designed to help in many parts of the county and smaller communities. So for example, we have three emergency support units, ESUs, we love to make up acronyms. And these are basically 14 foot trailers that are filled with 100 cots, 100 blankets, first aid supplies, um, basic comfort kits with, with hygiene products, uh, information for the staff and volunteers who are gonna be possibly taking care of folks in a reception center. And a reception center would be like uh, a community center or a major gymnasium in, in possibly in a high school, something like that, where people might have to evacuate to in an emergency. So we have three of these emergency support unit trailers. Another thing we have in Middlesex County that's quite unique is the CERV team, C-E-R-V, Community Emergency Response Volunteers. And there have been CERV volunteers at various times across Ontario, but we are one of the last remaining active teams. And we are the only team that was ever in support of an entire county. Most CERV teams are attached to a city. Uh, so the, the CERV Middlesex team, and right now we've got maybe 40 active members, and these are community volunteers who have come forth and have made a three-year commitment. They do about uh, 40 hours of training first year of their commitment, and another 20 or 30 in the second two years, and learn all kinds of things, including how to take care of people in a reception center, how to do registration and inquiry so that families can contact one another and get back together. They get uh, basic emergency first aid and CPR training and how to use an AED. Um, a little bit about basic search and rescue. So if the police asked us to go door to door and make inquiries about a lost child or something like that, we could help. When we recruit volunteers, it, it used to be on a once every two or three year basis. The, the last time we recruited was for 2020. And then of course that team got stuck in halfway sort of through their training because we, we couldn't do all their training. And, and even with Zoom being good as it is, there are things you can't do. Um, uh, first aid and CPR by Zoom is just not cool. And, and other things as well that are hands-on. 
we probably will not be recruiting this fall, but, but most likely we will make uh, we will recruit again next year for a new team for uh, new volunteers, not a new team, but uh, to add new volunteers to the old. And you must be a resident of Middlesex County. Uh, you must be 21 years of age or or more. You must have access to a vehicle and a cell phone um, and uh, and willing to go through uh, a police check with vulnerable sector query because you will be dealing with uh, vulnerable citizens and children and so on. It seems that it's human nature to put things off. And we think, you know, people don't put snow tires on until it actually snows. What percentage of people do you think actually have one of the preparedness kits ready? There's that old saying, the burned hand teaches best. Sadly, that's the way it is. People often do not make these changes or do not make these preparations until something bad has happened to themselves or to someone they know. So don't wait with your family until that happens. Be prepared, not scared, and make your kit now. Like I said, get your whole family involved and make it a fun activity. And the, uh, the great thing to do is every May during emergency week, check the supplies, replace the food and water, replace any, anything that uh, seems out of date. And keep that, that kit handy and ready should, you know, heaven forbid, you have to be evacuated for any reason or maybe even need to help somebody else. You can pass it on to them in the short term. Well, Bettina, we want to thank you today for joining us from your buying trip in Italy, which sounds so exciting, and for sharing with us also your tips for emergency preparedness. Thank you very much. It's, it's been a delight. I, uh, I wish everyone the opportunity to come to Italy someday, and I also wish everyone uh, that, you know, we never have to use that 72-hour kit and um, life gets easier in terms of emergencies. We've been talking with Bettina Weber, and she joined us via Zoom from Italy, where she's preparing to attend the Milan Leather Show. Bettina Weber is the owner of Boutique Forenza, and you'll find links to Boutique Forenza along with other information when you search for them in the directory at bbb.org. We'll return in a moment with some personal reflections on International Women's Day. Now back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with the host of Ask BBB, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Jennifer, International Women's Day will be observed on the 8th of March. That's this coming Tuesday. As a community leader in your role as CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, as someone who has entrepreneurial experience and is involved uh, in a successful retail business, what are your thoughts on, on International Women's Day? I think for me, reflecting on International Women's Day each year means looking at the progress that women have made, but also, as we mentioned, giving recognition to that progress. As a mom of two young women as well, I find International Women's Day a day to show them potential, to show them that there is choice in the career paths that they take, and to show them uh who we should be celebrating and who we should also be elevating in the process. And I think our guest this morning was a great example of somebody who is uh, very achieved in her community and in the business world as, as well. So we'll be featuring women in that role right through this month. It's an exciting month for us to celebrate our women 
led businesses, and oftentimes women led businesses in non-traditional industries. Jennifer, before we wrap up this morning, a reminder of the deadline for nominations for the BBB Torch Awards and Spark Awards coming up on the 16th of June. That's right. You'll find more information about the awards at BBB.org. And if you click the links provided, you can nominate businesses for both the Torch Awards for Ethics and the Spark Awards. And there isn't much time left to do that, is there? There isn't. Nominations will close on March 7th, after which the businesses that have been nominated will be notified and they will be able to put in an application for the award. We're looking to celebrate for-profit and not-for-profit organizations who display acts of excellence and trust among their employees, customers, and communities. Or with the Spark Awards, we're looking to celebrate business owners aged 35 years and under or business owners of any age that have been in operation for less than three years. And we're specifically looking for those businesses who embody character, culture, and community in their model. And to find out more, it's one more reason to go to bbb.org. And Jennifer, that's our time for Ask BBB this morning. Remember, we like to hear from you. So contact us at hashtag AskBBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Pass along your comments and send us your guest suggestions. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember to ask BBB. And start with trust.